Hello, my name is Mark Cooter. I'm a tax partner in Greenville, South Carolina and lead Cherry Beckert's real estate and construction practice. Welcome to today's podcast. Today, we are refocusing on a series of hot topics within real estate and construction along the lines of energy. Uh, the recent Inflation Reduction Act passed and signed by, by President Biden offered a number of energy incentives and uh, additional changes that are to the benefit of the taxpayer or valuable use by real estate and construction clients. We've had a previous podcast on 179D tax deductions uh, that came that had changes due to this act. And there's also a number of thought leadership pieces that you may find on the Cherry Beckert website. Today, we're going to be talking about the 45L credit and certain provisions that were uh, changed to the Inflation Reduction Act, as well as what may be out there on the within the IRS audit technique guidelines and things to watch out for and make sure that you're handling appropriately. So next, I'd like to introduce our speakers or have them introduce themselves. So Ron, I'm going to turn it over to you and if you could introduce yourself to the audience. Thank you, Mark. Uh, and welcome to our listeners. Uh, my name is Ron Wainwright. I'm a strategic tax partner at Cherry Becker. I've been a partner at uh, Cherry uh, for greater than 12 years, and I lead our energy practice and uh, located in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, and I'm joined today by one of my colleagues, and, and Bill, I'll let you introduce yourself. Thanks, Ron and, and Mark, for the introduction. And, and again, to anyone listening, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Uh, as Ron mentioned, my name is Bill Harbison. I'm a manager uh, here within the uh, Cherry Becker team. I've been in the energy sector of, of uh, tax incentives for uh, a little under 10 years, and, and I spent about 10 years before that uh, in the actual construction industry itself doing uh, HVAC installation all the way through through engineering and, and procurement. So um, really excited to be speaking to everybody today about uh, about 45L and and uh, yeah, I know, I know Mark, he had some questions for us. Yeah, so I, I think first off, you know, a lot of our listeners are not going to know what this is by the uh, term 45L, which obviously refers to something within the IRS code. So I think first, let's let's sort of go uh, at a 30,000 foot view and talk about what is 45L and why should our listeners be uh, listening to our podcast today? Uh, Mark, this is Ron. I'll, I'll take that question. And uh, I, it's a great question because uh, we do have a tendency as tax partners uh, to utilize the Internal Revenue Code statute, which are often you know, just commonly referred to. Uh, so what is it? Um, first of all, want to outline that it has been in the Internal Revenue Code uh, since 2006, came uh, underneath what was referred to as the Energy Policy Act of 2005. And it allows contractors, and I'll define that term, building energy efficient residences uh, to claim a, a $2,000 credit. Uh, I would say the process is a bit time consuming in regards to the certification process, and there are multiple steps to, to claim the, the $2,000 per home or, or dwelling unit. Now, a dwelling unit by EPAC, as well as it's continued today, is, is a unit which is considered a, a single unit that provides living facilities uh, for one or more persons, uh, also includes permit provisions for such as living, sleeping, heating, cooking, et cetera. And so when you think about that, that $2,000 credit, it is for each qualified new or substantially renovated energy efficient home 
which is constructed or manufactured by an eligible contractor. And so often there is confusion as what is an eligible contractor. Uh, so an eligible contractor uh, is, in fact, um, the taxpayer that constructs the qualified energy efficient home um, and ultimately has um, a basis uh, in the home during construction. So this includes contractors and developers building single family homes at subdivisions and apartments, uh, multi-unit dwellings, uh, not more than three stories above grade. Uh, that is a very important differentiation. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more. Uh, can also include other trusts and estate type companies or individuals building dwellings that, that meet the energy efficiency standards. Manufactured home producers can also qualify for what is referred to really as the multi-residential credit. And clearly, uh, homeowners who have uh, had their homes built um, can, can qualify as well. So in a broad sense, it, it is a multi-residential credit. So very important to our real estate listeners um, to the extent that you qualify for the multi-residential credit of $2,000. Um, and the exciting news, which we'll talk about in a, in a few minutes, is that uh, this provision did in fact sunset at December 31, 2021. But underneath the Inflation Reduction Act, of 2022, recently signed by President Biden on August 16th, uh, the $2,000 uh, ultimately goes up uh, to, to $5,000. We don't have time today to discuss the specific qualification and requirements um, that are in IRA of 2022 or the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, but stay tuned for further podcasts as well as our thought leadership positions on that. So just hopefully that was a good overview for our listeners of what is, in fact, the multi-residential credit or 45L in the Internal Revenue Code. Okay, great. Thanks, Ron. So, Bill, um, can you tell us a little bit about what is changing in 2023 due to the Inflation Reduction Act? Why, why, is, this, uh, why is this recent act? Uh, why could it be more beneficial to some of our uh, real estate uh, listeners out there? Absolutely. So, so the Inflation Reduction Act IRA 2022, uh, in effect, overhauls the entire program. It changes uh, the the qualification requirements, but also the the amount that uh, an eligible taxpayer can receive. Um, and and I do want to um, highlight, just in case um, we didn't earlier, uh, that the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 is is a 10 year extension. Um, which is very exciting, but also um, it goes back retroactively to to cover the years that were previously sunset. So um, now there is is complete coverage for for any developer that's building these uh, these residences. That being said, the exciting parts really kick in starting in 2023. So any um, unit that's placed in the service starting anytime next year can now receive a maximum of $5,000 per qualified unit. Uh, now, there are quite a bit of, of requirements to meet to, to reach that $5,000, but um, as you can imagine, uh, a developer that's doing subdivisions, uh, apartment buildings, um, private dormitories, things like that, those credits will really add up. And I do want to highlight also that it is a credit and not a deduction. So that $5,000 per unit would be a direct reduction, dollar for dollar reduction in, in your tax liability for, for those qualified properties. 
Um, so that being said, you know the with the with the cost goes up, the the standards do go up, and and there's two different ways to qualify now, and there's to adhere to certain Energy Star ratings for both national and local levels, but there's also this new concept, the zero energy ready home requirements, Z E R H, um, and if you meet those certain requirements, um, then again that that five thousand dollars per unit would become available. Um, finally, uh, they did introduce requirements very similar to to the one seventy nine D requirements for those who listen to us uh, last week for uh, multifamily construction that have uh, both apprenticeship requirements met as well as prevailing wage requirements met um, and, and the correct documentation um, for for that must go along with uh, that qualifying for those uh, again, maximum uh, credit for five thousand uh, dollars, and of course we can we can help you um, come up with that paperwork. Make sure everything's squared away before you uh, before you do file for that very large credit. Um, but you know, provided you check all those boxes, uh, again, um, a significant increase, uh, more than double of uh, uh, the available uh, money per qualified unit. So very exciting times for us. Great, thanks, Bill. <laughs> So, so Ron, uh, I'm a, I'm, I own some real estate. I've gone out and either purchased some real estate. I've maybe uh, done ground up. Um, and there's a lot of things that are out there that that could benefit me, such as a cost segregation study to accelerate depreciation, 179D that we've had another podcast about on the energy deduction side. This 45L credit that now has been extended and and uh, and increased on the amount of credit. How do all these intersect and how do I determine which one is right for me or, or which one may be applicable to, to my project? That's uh, a great question, Mark. Uh, so important to our listeners is that cost segregation, the energy efficiency deduction, uh, which we've done a podcast on and I'll speak a little bit to because it was also changed dramatically uh, in the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 and 45L, which we're talking uh, about today on our podcast. In fact, um, there is no overlap. So when you think uh, about our listeners who are home builders and, and multifamily developers, and again, the types of buildings or projects that can qualify are, again, you know, affordable housing, apartment buildings, assisted living facilities, production home developments, residential condominiums, student housing, substantial reconstruction or rehabilitation type projects. Given that cost segregation 179 cap D and 45L uh, do not overlap, um, the developer, or as I referred to the, the eligible contractor, which is a defined term, can actually utilize each of these three tax planning opportunities. Now, when we think about cost segregation, um, when we're thinking about looking at uh, the project and we're looking at it from a structural perspective and identifying 1250 property or what would be deemed 27 and a half year property in a multi-residential setting, and we're looking at that 1250 and determining what 1245 property is there where we can obtain different class lives, therefore uh, accelerated depreciation. That is the first planning opportunity that our listeners should think about. Um, as I mentioned earlier, when you think about the multi-residential credit, it is in fact uh, for not more than three stories above grade. So when you think about those eligible type of apartment buildings and single family homes and multifamily homes and condominiums, you can you can see that really 
there there is a limitation of the credit. As Bill correctly indicated, the credit is uh, in fact a dollar for dollar offset against the tax liability of quote the eligible contractor or in essence the the developer. Um, and then when you get to 179 Cap D, where we did uh, a podcast last week, that's what's referred to as the energy efficiency deduction. So if you meet those standards, which are separate and distinct from the 45L or multi-residential credit standards, a developer could be looking at all three of these planning opportunities and constructing a building. And it is, in fact, all tied to to the basis or the costs that are being incurred uh, to develop uh, that type of eligible property. But you can claim that significant depreciation deduction underneath cost segregation. And then you can look at, quote, the energy efficiency deduction on the floors four through above, if it's, again, a, a building of three stories and above grade, and then 45L um, uh, below. So you can actually look at, at the development in various aspects. And so, again, the key thing for our, our listeners is they do not overlap. Um, in fact, uh, when you look at any of the type of buildings, um, when we think about 45L and cost sag, again, you know, we want to take into account uh, the credit. We want to take into account the deductions because ultimately in a, uh, a setting of a multi-residential property, uh, when you think about 179 Cap D, it's, it's taking additional depreciation above and beyond what we found uh, in the cost segregation and moving that. Uh, depreciation out of the 27 and a half year life. Um, and then on top of that, the 2000, now $5,000 uh, per unit. So think about that significant change in law. Again, retroactive as Bill indicated to, to now January 1 of 22. Uh, when you think about that $5, you know, if you had 100 units, it, would, it could be $200,000. And now if it's 100 units, it's $500,000. So you can begin to see uh, our listeners, the, the significant impact uh, towards the energy provisions that were contained in, uh, in the Inflation Reduction Act. Thank you, Ron. So, so Bill, um, Ron just touched on there's there's several great benefits for some of these projects that qualify. Um, it, before I maybe start a project, will Cherry Beckert help to review a project before it's even constructed, or 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 maybe help? identify what we could do to make sure we are able to claim all these benefits. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Mark, and I'm, I'm really glad you asked that because um, that's one of the, the places where Cherry Beckert's really going to stand out. Um, our ability to help you both tax plan, but also help to evaluate a, a project before you get too far into it. If you can provide us with a completed design, completed drawings, uh, we can give you an analysis upfront what deduction for, for 179D or credit for, for 45L may be available for that project. And if for some reason it wouldn't yield the, the deduction or credit that, that you feel like it should, you can make those adjustments from there. Um, don't wait until a project's finished to, to help us uh, or excuse me, to let us help you begin the process of calculating and, and claiming these these deductions and credits. Um, you know, credit, of course, for 45L, as, as Ron mentioned, it, it is a laborious process. Uh, there's a lot of steps to it. Um, and so we can start that process early during a, a construction's um, 
uh, your beginning phases, you know, design, procurement, and things like that. So uh, think of us when you're starting a project in the middle of a project, at the end of a project. Um, Sherry Becker can, can help you at any stage, but, you know, the sooner we get involved, the better. Thanks, Bill. So, so Ron, uh, you know, we've begun we've begun putting out some uh, of these podcasts on some of these new energy provisions, as well as some thought leadership pieces on our on our website. Uh, a lot of our Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 dealt with all of the the energy provisions. Of course, we've touched on one significant one, 45L today, moving from 2,000 to 5,000 per unit. Uh, and then uh, 179 cap D as well was expanded uh, when you think about the the old law now moving up to five dollars a square foot. Um, so a lot of the discussion uh, was about how the Inflation Reduction Act for our listeners really uh, is an unprecedented amount of funding. There's nearly three hundred and seventy billion dollars in direct investment to ultimately ensure kind of energy security reduce carbon emissions, increase energy innovation, and really support the environmental objectives um, that candidly have been underserved uh, in communities um, historically. And so um, it is the single largest uh, piece of tax legislation that really deals with what's referred to as energy and, and climate tax incentives. Um, we'll have further podcasts on some of the funding and, and the incentives and the grants, uh, as well as the uh, guaranteed loan programs out there for our recon uh, listeners. Um, what I would say is the Individual Inflation Reduction Act uh, really relies heavily on, on tax code uh, to advance what is referred to as the deployment of clean energy technologies and, and really to combat client change. Um, so when you think about you know, the multi-residential credit of 45L and the energy efficiency deduction of 179 Cap D. Uh, those are uh, expanded provisions, as we've mentioned, um, been in the statute, but now almost uh, doubled and tripled in value uh, to our listeners to take advantage of. One of the areas that uh, we did spend a lot of time on, uh, and we'll have a podcast on this, is we are expecting, and what is required in IRA of 2022, um, there's some key concepts there. And one of the key concepts is what's called bonus uh, credit. Uh, you know, How do I, underneath the new regime, uh, ensure that I get $5,000 uh, per unit, as Bill highlighted, or I get $5 a square foot underneath 179 cap D. And, and there's some key concepts in there around the, the bonus uh, credits and or, or deductions, and specifically prevailing wage, and specifically in regards to apprenticeship programs. Um, and IRA, which again was signed August 16th, um, does prescribe uh, that the Secretary of Treasury provide further guidance. Uh, however, we're in this unique window, uh, especially in 45L that was retroactive, where until such guidance and really 60 days after that guidance occurs, our listeners are eligible for the, the $5,000 uh, per unit. Uh, we do not know when uh, underneath the prioritization of Commissioner Reddick, uh, the current commissioner, uh, when we'll see that guidance, but know that there is forthcoming guidance that we'll uh, pay close attention to and 
we will have a podcast that'll kind of outline our initial thoughts uh, based on the tax legislation of, of what we would expect the Secretary of Treasury to provide, uh, certainly in what is deemed to be the prevailing wage, uh, as well as the, the apprenticeship program. Uh, the other thing we talked a lot about for our listeners is about credit monetization. Um, and that's a key concept in IRA of 2022. Um, so when you think about the tax legislation, and we will be uh, deploying as a country $370 billion in either direct investments, credits, deductions, grant programs, guaranteed loan programs, incentives. Uh, there's a lot out there to digest, and that's where Cherry Becker wants to be your guide forward. So stay tuned for further thought leadership and and podcasts as we begin to really uh, dissect uh, the Inflation Reduction Act of, of 2022. All right. Thanks, Ron. Uh, once again, I want to thank Ron and Bill for uh, participating with us today and letting us know a little bit more about uh, some of these important energy incentives that may be out there for certain projects. Uh, as a real estate and construction leader for the firm, for Cherry Becker, we are always uh, looking for uh, innovative ways to, to uh, serve our clients and make sure that they're getting the best benefits for their projects. Uh, I, I would invite you to continue to monitor what podcasts we might have in the future, as well as other thought leadership pieces. And we will also be having an upcoming uh, real estate and construction summit, we'll just, which will be just a series of webinars between October and December with several guest speakers and other updates about year-end uh, planning and things to get ready for. So I invite everyone to uh, make sure to be on the lookout for that and join us in the future. Thank you very much.